What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Shonuff71, a.k.a. Digadulamite. Purple bling bling, yo. And your auditory canals are tuned into episode 228 of the Gaming Vessels podcast. As usual, I'm not in the digital studio alone. Along with me, got my partners in crime. First on deck is Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the high-res lover. That's me. A.k.a. the cat daddy, a.k.a. that gamer step daddy. How's it going? Hey, not bad. Uh, as always, happy to be here talking about video games with you fine folks. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, do it, I wouldn't want to do it with anyone else. Oh, well, that's so kind. That's so kind. Yeah. And of course, our show is a no go without Trader Joe, aka Jabroni Chief. That's me. You, yeah, you. Yeah. But you might also know him as the Food Max of Gaming, who can maximize your gaming dollar. How are you? I'm good, sir. I've been trying to maximize my values. Oh, yeah. Was, uh, it's uh, Black Friday deals is coming up. Yep. I'm in the midst. I'm in the midst of. Uh, Getting some games I shouldn't probably be ordering because you know, you know, you'll never play them. Oh, ah! I will play them. I'll play every last one of them. <laughs> I don't want to say nothing, but <laughs> I, I feel you. I feel you. I no, feel I'm the you. same I, way. I, <laughs> I'm the same way. So I can't, I can't be hating. You just gotta call. You call. You gotta call Sony on my behalf and says, um, "I have a friend with a personal problem, and I want you to delete the division and the division two off of his PlayStation Network account." <laughs> yeah. No, I would never. I would never God. do that. Yes, I would just have uh, it blocked. No, this have is it an blocked. intervention. Yes. In intervention. intervention. <laughs> no, yes. definitely not. I want. You, I want you to get as much love as possible from it, and I'll. I'll make sure to bury you with it. And with all your Xbox stuff, it'll be in a tomb. Sorry, all your all your Sony stuff. Well, my Xbox, Xbox stuff, you could probably bury it because it's all dusty and stuff already. So, <laughs> wow. Oh, I didn't oh, say that. I, I, I guess I'm just laying out that Xbox tax too much over here, so I better like, why, you know, why lay off. Why? We'll be lifting up Xbox, not pushing down Xbox. Come on, let's get okay. with the program. Yes, you sh- we should be. So, hush. <laughs> the rising tide lifts you know, all boats. Use, of as course, they say. yes, yes. Yeah, but uh, yeah, there's there's some deals to be had. We'll talk about it uh, in our uh, vessel line because I know we, the listeners are eager to hear our Black Friday like progress at least. So, I love that it's not even like. A day anymore it's it's actual yeah. progress it's like we're gonna do this a couple of different times you know <laughs> it's just silly to me it's not even you know one day anymore well, you know it used it used to be where you know like thursday night and friday morning all the deals drop and now it's like okay said retailers putting their games up or items up on friday night mm. and the next one's doing saturday night and then so on and so forth so mm-hmm. and that's just Kind of shame, and it's like not as deeply discounted as years past, but it's a point that you know, as physical, you know, kind of goes off into the sunset. 
you're going to see less deals, unfortunately. So physical is the way to go. But at the same time, it is what it is on that. So, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, we're going we're going the the way of the dinosaur, unfortunately. And that's I'm not happy about that at all. Not happy about that at all. But can't stop prog quote unquote progress. So with that said, my our uh, our way of gaming slowly heading toward the uh, extinction pit. We're going to go on to what is always our first topic on the docket, and that is the playlist. All right, Des, uh, why don't you kick things off? What you been playing, homie? What have I been playing? Well, um, I have been playing Honkai Star Rail. It is my if I'm gonna play a gotcha game, it's gonna be this game. I really enjoy it. I have been I have been enjoying it. The good thing about it is I don't have to spend a lot of money on it, I feel. I've spent five bucks on it so far, and I, I like it that it I like it because it is a turn based um jrpg and it seems it, the story is actually not that bad and it plays out like an anime um i think that's one of the best things about it and you don't at this point i'm still doing the story and i don't feel like i am gimped given the free-to-play characters that i have and i think that's that's the best thing about the game because it's a turn-based game and you want to be able to feel like you are doing damage to the to the uh to the big boss now are there some bosses that are super powerful that i feel are like ah you're 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 killing me stop it yes yes i have met some bosses like that but uh because i like rpgs i like to switch up my free-to-play characters to see which ones i have you know, and and how I can better do my uh, my characters. So I am, and so I'm super excited for it. I think it's I think it's really fun. Um, if you were going to play a free to play game on your PS5, I think this is a good one. Again, you have to like um, RPG style or turn based style combat. If you are a hack and slash, uh, or if you've played like if you're a um, Genshin player or a Tower Fantasy player, you probably won't like it as much, but but I I really like the the way the characters look, how they talk, the interaction, the story. It just is really working for me, and I haven't really felt bogged down by the gotcha systems yet. Now I do think once I hit the the cap, because there is content a content cap before they start releasing new content. Um, but there's a good, I would say, 20 hours or so of of content that you could do right now before they drop new stuff. Um, and I haven't gotten to a place where you have to do like your dailies and stuff like that. Um, I mean, I have, but I don't feel like I don't feel like I'm being punished if I don't do them every day, quote unquote. So so for that, I am grateful. Um but yeah, I really think that if this is something that you want to play, this would actually be be really cool, and you really should try it. Um, okay, so the other game that I've been playing is Warhammer 40k Darktide. Um, yes, I have turned on my Xbox uh, uh, S or and I started playing it. Um, they had a huge, and by I mean huge, I mean a huge 
redo of the game. They they took player feedback, they came through and they redid everything. Like a bunch of stuff has been redone. So I'm actually pretty shocked at the amount of stuff that they have done for the game. And I really feel that and I know I'm probably going to get a little bit of hate for this, but I do believe that everything that came before was their alpha. <laughs> like, I really believe it. You know, they were really trying to to to, to see what they could do with the game and, and see how to tweak it and make it better. And for all that I've seen and have played now, I think I've played about, I want to say I've played about five hours, five or six hours of it. Um, and it, and it's pretty good. It's pretty damn good. I was very like, okay. Um, it plays a lot like, uh, Vermintide. Um, so if you played Vermintide or a first person, um, shooter, uh, then you've played this game. It's just that it's in the grim, dark 40 hammer K 40 hammer or 40 hammer, a Warhammer 40 K the 40 hammer. That should be a <laughs> liquor. Um, <laughs> 40 hammer. Uh, no, so it's it's so if you played the Warhammer Vermintide, then you played this game before. It's just that the four classes are are, are a bit different. Like you have your sharpshooter, and there's guns, um, and and it's it it's fun. It it's a fun little it's a fun game. Although I have been playing mostly with with uh, actually exclusively with uh, randos right now, and a lot of the randos just want to kind of run through the mission as fast as possible but there are collectibles that you can find in the in the different levels um if you wanted to get that kind of extra uh extra prize uh, but you don't need to and it just gives you just it, it just increases your, your your level gains better is all it does and i like the way that the story kind of slowly opens up more to you the 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 more trusted you become because you literally are a heretic in this future world and you have to get, gain trust by doing missions and the missions are hard. Um, they are hard. I've done uh, most of the first level missions. There's like three first level missions, three second, it goes all the way up to five, uh, five level missions. And then there's like these maelstroms and, and there's like a whole another area that you can go to that was added after the, after the patch. And the patch redid all of the the talent points. It redid all of the leg legacy points. It redid everything um, in order to make it a lot more uh, user friendly and to make your progress a lot smoother. Um, and I think that uh, Fat Shark has done a really good job. Uh, and again, I I didn't I I didn't play the original one. I downloaded it. And I was going to play it, but I was like, nah, this doesn't from, you know, given given the, the shaky start that it had, um, I was like, nah, let me just put this on the back burner and let let them, you know, let it cook for a little while. And it seems like it has finally popped out the oven. It's pretty good. I look forward to playing this with uh, Joe and you, Kev, if you want to play and our good friend, uh, Gurneel or Goonie. Uh, hopefully you guys will, will want to play. Um and that's a great segue to to Joe because I know Joe uh, started playing it, and I know you've gotten past the prologue. I'm playing the I'm playing the Psyker, which is sort of like the quote unquote mage character, and or Joe is playing the uh, Zealot, which is more of like a paladin sort of um, buffer 
who, who keeps everyone's um, uh, toughness up because you have a toughness meter and then you start losing your health. And so you have to, and you have to kill people to get back your toughness. And so the zealot helps your toughness grow back faster. So, but, um, yeah. but yeah, uh, Joe, how, how, how is your Warhammer, your, your 40 hammer, uh, your 40 hammer experience been so far? Um, I don't, like I said, I just barely played the prologue. I was waiting to play with you on Friday night and then pretty much, uh, you went to sleep. I was actually falling asleep while I was trying to play it too. I had like a long week at work. So, but, uh, it seemed pretty cool to me. Um, I kind of dig the fact that, uh, the combat seems kind of weighty on here and there's an emphasis between, um, both, uh, you know, gun combat and also with melee as well mm-hmm. on here. Um, I put, played Vermintide 2 very sparingly. So it's like, it's almost like a new game to me and a new, uh, series in a way uh and i'm kind of looking forward to, to diving into a little bit more yeah i put the crap out of Rebitide. yeah well i don't you know if you played it you played did you play it solo or did you play it with me or with others or what i played with you i played with you a couple times um and i know we played it with some other people i think you might have played it with uh az rock slide yeah um, i think that might have been yeah, it. yeah. And then I played it solo uh, quite a bit because it's just a fun little game, and you can you can drop in and drop out. Uh, the people the or the the randos that I've played with on both of those games uh, have been have been pretty you know pretty respectable folks. You know they they if you fall they help you up and all this other stuff. So because you can definitely leave your party members there if you don't want to help them, but you know most people <laughs> help help you up and stuff. So so I, I yeah. personally have had a lot of fun. And uh, as far as uh, you, have you encountered like uh, do you hear the chat from the randos when you're playing with randos? Or? Uh, most people mute themselves, so no. There's only one person who I actually heard a lot of stuff coming from, and he, he, he was talking to his girlfriend. And it was it was pretty funny though. You can there's like there's like um uh, uh quick emojis and well there's quick chats you can say uh like lines that you can say in the um in the uh in game you know if you hold down the uh left bumper you can say things like if someone reses you you can say thank you and stuff like that but one of the cool things about the the game is you know as you're creating your character you pick the home world you're from and all this backstory about who you are and then the game will will mention that stuff as you go forward and if you pick up a persona that's really like um really playful a lot of their dialogue will be playful and that will trigger other people's dialogue so when you're running around with other characters your characters are talking to each other and if you and if you shoot each other because there is friendly fire but it's not super damaging like you can shoot someone by accident and it's not it's it's okay you know and you can and, and you can't slash you'll slash through people so you won't hurt anybody but when you do them like they'll tell you they'll be like the character will say hey watch your aim as you're trying to kill me or or if you take if you take um if you take our uh, uh ammo and someone has less ammo than you they will say something they'll be like you know all that ammo is not just for you you know and all this other stuff so it's <laughs> It's pretty funny. So like they'll call you out and I'm like, oh, I was not expecting that. So so it's pretty funny. I'm kind of curious. Uh, I did kind of 
pass through all that stuff. I was just selecting random stuff in the menu when I was creating my character. So uh, you think it might be worthy of me to go back and put a little bit more thought into my selections, Des? Or you think again, it's... again, I don't know. I don't know how in depth it gets. It gets into it. I knew. I do know that um, you get different types of eye colors if you come from specific planets. Um, I do know that depending on your the the type of character you play, you get or class you pick, you get different voice lines that are specific to to that character type. So you'll definitely get that. Um, and they have different voices uh, for each one of those different personalities. So so it's it, it's pretty interesting. Um, if you were just running through it, I think it probably wouldn't be a bad idea because you can, so you can have multiple characters. So you can have, you can have one of all four characters and all of your, um, all of your money is shared between all of your accounts and all of your unlockables are shared between all of your accounts, but there are specific unlockables that are specific, that are class specific. And then there's stuff that is, I, I think that's not class specific that you can trade with all of your characters. So you can make multiple characters, you know, that you want, and see which one works best if you want to try something different and you know or you can basically just re redo your 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 other character if you want um yeah uh the cool thing about it is you is you 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 run through the beginning really quickly and and if the the opening the tutorial and if you once you've beaten the tutorial you don't have to ever do it again so that's what i thought was really cool you could choose to but you don't have to you can just jump right into the action so so it's pretty good. The one thing that I will say is kind of crazy, and maybe this is just my system, but the loading times suck on the um, on the S. Like they are, it takes a while. I'm talking like two or three minutes sometimes. Oh wow! For it, yeah, mm. for it to, for it to load in. Like I was sitting there and I was just like, wow, how long has it been? So, but again, it loads the whole level and, and everything. So maybe. Maybe it's just me and my and my system because I know that I have a pretty strong um, a connection, uh, wired connection. So I can't imagine that my stuff is that bad. So that's why I'm like, maybe it's you know the loading time or something. It's just kind of crazy. So mm-hmm. maybe so maybe you love- need a Series X possibly versus a uh, Series. No, nah, I'm good. I'm I'm good with what I have. Thank you. No, no, thank you. I'm good with what I have. Thanks for uh, for trying, but I'm good. My Series S is is fine. Oh, I'm not. I'm not trying. I'm just I'm being. Yeah, yeah. Being helpful. You know, there is oh, some yeah. deep deep discounts on Series S. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sure there is. Fantastic amounts of of just beautiful beautiful stuff. But no, I'm good. Get the Alexa version. It's all digital anyway. Nah, I'm good. I'm good with what I have. Thank you. Mm. Thank you guys. I'm good. Just hating on experts. I ain't giving no. Xbox no more money. No, no remember we got got to lift that tide. Lift that tide, sir. Lift yeah, we got to get the Xbox tax uh, lifted. Well, How are we going to do that if you're not willing to buy hardware, sir? Well, yeah, what I was gonna, well, what I was going to say, what I was going to say, and I was I, I was loath to bring this up, but I but I wanted to, I was going to bring it up later, but I figured this is a fantastic time to bring it up. I am thinking. Very, very um, um, seriously about only playing my Xbox for a month. Seriously. 
not playing my Switch, not playing my PS5, and only playing the Xbox S as my primary gaming system. You know, just to see how it feels. Because, no, seriously, seriously. Because I was looking at reviewers. I was looking at reviewers. And what reviewers do is they'll take, like, a phone. And they'll use, like, a new a new phone will come out. And they will use that phone as their primary driver for, like, two weeks or three weeks or whatever. That way they can get a real feel of it. And I think mm-hmm. that, for me, I want to try, as and as a primarily, as, like, an only uh, Xbox Game Pass user because I don't have a hard drive in my in my system, so I, I'm only you like you have I'm, a hard drive. You just don't have a disc drive. Sorry, I don't have a disc drive. Thank you. I don't have a disc drive in my system, so I can't like buy games and put them. Not, not that I would buy games for this experiment anyway, but um, just using it for for about a month and then seeing how my experience was. Did I super miss, you know, having you know not being able to play as my PS my PS5 or my Switch, you know, that way I can really, really feel, you know, <laughs> what it means, you know, to be an Xbox owner, you know. Do you, do you want someone to join you in your experiment? Uh, if you want to join, that's totally fine. Like, I, I'm not forcing this on nobody. If y'all want to, you want to experience it with me and see how it is, that's great. You know, I, I think we come from a very different mindset not a very different, but a different mindset because we have all three systems. So we get to, we get, to, we, we're, we're eating good. But what are those people who have, who have chosen to do Xbox, you know, and see how, you know, how the, you know, how, how the, how, how, how folks who chose Xbox live for a while. Again, you know, this is just, this is just a, 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 a fact finding mission to see if there's, if there's a really big difference. I mean, I don't, I don't know if there will be, but I don't know. I mean, how, how deep you want to do this? Like, yeah, you know, start following Colt Eastwood on X. No, no, I'm not <laughs> talking about all that. No, I'm just seriously. <laughs> I'm just serious because, like, you know, they have they have that they have new new games coming out on Game Pass, and I want to see what the value is. Like, if 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 I'm feeling like I really want to get on and play that game, you know, and this and that, or if I'm really feeling like, damn, I really want to play my ps5 just really just just really wanting to see what what that possibly could feel like so let me know uh let us know um in the comments or or on our discord you know if 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 i'm crazy or if i shouldn't do that or if if joe should you know i think definitely joe should should probably do it with me i think that he would i think that he would be cool i don't think kev would be all that into it kev i don't think you're going to be all that into it i think you're going to be like no, wow, I, I, I i'm i'm not masochistic no exactly I, there you I, go I, I ain't trying to be all that i i may stop in for a bit but here here's the thing uh des I think you really, if you're going to do something like this, I think you really should borrow. I don't know if you know anyone who can borrow one from oh, uh, if that or if that, yeah, use their X. Because here's the thing. You're going to be limiting yourself to what's only on Game Pass. And you said you don't want to buy any games. No. But no. if you if there is a game that, say, you might already have or were thinking about getting on the PlayStation, I don't know if you can get a truly fair comparison unless mm-hmm. you get that same game and play it on Xbox. 
Yeah, it's a good idea. You so know, you might uh, want to look into that that rent a box thing. I don't know if they still do that program or not. And you could just lease it for a little bit, and then if you're not if you once your once your experiment is done, you can send it back. But at least you have the option to try a th- a third party or multiplat game that you would have wanted to try anyway, and ex- see that it feel that same experience on the Xbox. Yeah, it's a good idea because I was I was thinking about it as only like if you were going to because if the if the one thing that Xbox is pushing is their Game Pass, what is it like to just have access to Game Pass and have that be your your primary f- way of getting games? But I like what you're I like what you're thinking because because playing you know the games on the on the on the Xbox like AAA games on the Xbox could be could could be different, you, you know. Could- possibly try to use your pc too as the like the xbox play anywhere initiative and play uh the games across multiple platforms you know so yeah well again i think it's one of the fantastic things that we could try let me know what your thoughts are um and on the discord or, or on you know x, x x x and we'll go from there but i didn't mean to completely derail it joe so so i know you have other games that you've been playing this week so let, let's get back to that yeah, for sure. Um, another game I played that is not Division Two. <laughs> I played uh, the Ease Ten Nordics demo on here. So this game hasn't gotten a U.S. release date as of yet, but I did happen to go onto the uh, Japanese PlayStation Store. Uh, I think I went on there when I played River City Girls with Kev because I had to go redeem like a uh, PS4, PS5 upgrade for that game, and so I wound up. Uh, downloading some demos there and so i wound up by you know i'm a been a fan of the ease series in the past you know i've had quite a number of ease games in my backlog of course so i just happened to say oh this game's like out in the japanese psn store and not available in the u.s as of yet and i just just for uh shits and giggles i decided to go ahead and check it out the um game is actually just in japanese so i got to play the prologue at least and um I was actually kind of interestingly using um, Google Translate and using my phone and aiming it towards the text on my um, screen in the living room, and it was translating the uh, dialogue into English. Oh wow! On there, and it actually was wor- working pretty well on there. So I actually got the gist of the conversation and the in the um, story sequences at the beginning of the game, and the English was enough to where I was able to understand what was going on with the plot and so on and so forth. So. But uh, I, didn't, I didn't get into it to uh, get into the combat too much. There was some combat on a ship I was uh, on on there, which was a, just like a one battle. And that's all I played as far as uh, combat is concerned. But I was uh, under, at least understanding the story sequences. So I'm definitely going to either dip back into that demo and or... You know, check out because I have both. I have Ease Eight and Nine both on PS5. And I know that there it's also available on PlayStation Plus as far as part of the service, as far as Ease Eight, I believe, on there. So I might just decide to go in and dive into and getting into my backlog as far as the series is concerned and, and check that out versus going back in and dipping into the demo per se. So that might be a good palate cleanser for me, especially since I've been murking and out there doing all that division business so so which leads me to what i've been playing as far as division two a lot of it's been um just a lot of multiplayer with both goonie and john bt on there i've been playing it solo here and there 
on there, but uh, we uh, went ahead and got past uh, World Tier 5, and so we're going to dive into the next big thing is to get into the Warlords of New York expansion, which once we start that, we can't go back to Washington, D.C. So uh, me and Goonie today went ahead and we did the, um, uh, there's a uh, stronghold, a zoo stronghold at a zoo in <laughs> Washington, D.C., so we pretty much was doing that today which was it was cool it was cool there's a few other um, couple other pieces of content related to the washington dc you know mainline game that uh still we still have to play on there got to go after uh, a rogue uh off person of government which i won't spoil <laughs> on there but uh someone someone went rogue we gotta take them down gotta bring some justice on there so You've already said who it was before. Oh, have I? Yeah, long time ago. This is an All old right. game. <laughs> president. It's the president. Yeah, it's president. a super old game. Yeah, I know. You, you you love every time I say spoiler, 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 you know, just in case. For like but. for like a three-year-old, three or four-year-old game? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Call me all my shit. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I'm spoiler sensitive, so I'm, I'm pretty. I know you are thoughtful you know it's like uh i think i was listening to a podcast the other other day talking about like breath of the wild i think or something and i was fast forwarding i was making sure i didn't get any sort of plot points or anything like that like ganondorf oh my god no i, I can't i, I can't I, be ganondorf oh no it can't be ganondorf no <laughs> no no yeah division two is still uh, like the eaton's good i think i watched my um I think at one point on PSN it says I've had played like I think 400 415 hours of Division Two and now I'm over 500. So yikes. Yeah, I I am pushing up to Destiny One, Destiny Two numbers with the game. So say when you love when you love a game, you really love a game. You know it. We were I think me and Goonie were talking about too, like uh, Kevin's uh, record for Monster Hunter World. So talking about like play times and that kind of thing. So, cause uh, I think Kev, you have like a lot of hours in Monster Hunter World. So, yeah, it's it's it's. Uh, I don't remember what it is offhand, but it, it's it was up there. Yeah, I think out of all of us, I think you had the most. Cause we're looking at play times based on uh, as far as all that. So, so mm-hmm. but like even with uh, Rise, I think my. Um, playtime with Rise and Sunbreak happened to be a little over 300, so. Mm. Hmm. Well, I know. I know that Kev, you know, when you find a game you like, sometimes, especially if the gameplay kind of leads leads you to it, it just seems like uh, it's just good times. I, I don't know if you would say it's comforting, you know, so. It's fun. It, it's definitely something that I've that's that's why I play games is to you know fall in love with a mechanic or a, a way thing something that I've done before. They might a, a game might have a certain spin on that same function that really grabs my attention. You know, like a perfect example of that would be I typically don't like turn-based games, but Persona does them in such a way where it makes them more interactive. You're not really doing anything, but turn base but they add little activities in between the rounds that kind of makes it feel more 
it makes you it makes me as a player feel more involved you know and on top of the characters and the story it's all these things that that are layered in that that make me that make the persona games the only exception to my uh no turn base rule so i i i understand what you're saying i get it for sure so yeah division two still still strong there but who knows maybe i'll have to take an xbox detour uh for a month and see how that goes so mm-hmm. yeah. there's division two on xbox so die <laughs> yeah, would do that that's quite masochistic of me but you probably it's like that's see that's the thing you can't be playing if you follow me on this journey in the xbox you can't just be playing division all day no you have to play some other stuff i know but you can't play a game like lucky brown said that he'd be you know wanting to play division two and i mentioned that was it's not cross save it's like oh so Mm, mm, mm. i know i know but that's it for me as far as this, these last two weeks. PSVR 2 is still in the box. I still have not made the move for my 48-inch OLED yet, but um, getting everything kind of cleaned up in here so I can go ahead and get everything taken care of. So well, hopefully we'll talk about it. Maybe I don't want it to be a New Year's resolution, that's for sure. That's what I'm going to tell you that right now. So. That's good. Yeah, but that, that's it for me. Kev, what you been up to? What you been playing? Uh, the only thing I haven't been up to much, I've been working on other stuff, but really the only two games I've been playing has been Resident Evil 4 uh, a little bit. Um, make it, I just made it to the first time you meet the merchant. What are you buying? What are you selling? You know, that guy. Uh, so I'm really early in the I'm still really early in the game, but the only other game that I played spent, uh, considerable amount of time with was the open beta for grand blue uh fantasy versus rising and uh, i i really fell in love with that game uh i broke out the old snack box controller uh connected it which is really the first time i've used it since coming back from evo i mean i well no that's not true because i did play a little street fighter 6 with it but I didn't spend a whole lot of time with it. But in Grand, in the in the Grand Blue uh, beta, I plugged it in. I've spent a couple of hours in the lab, learned going through some of the character roster, which was pretty beefy for for a beta. I don't think it had all the characters that that the game is going to be launching with, but it had it seemed. I think I, it had most of them. I didn't get through every character but i've figured out which characters i'm going to uh make my f- first my primary and my secondary uh, when the game comes out so um and i can't i can't remember the names of these characters really it's the the one i'm going to be using my friend i think his name is solis solis he's the big big yoke dude who doesn't uh doesn't carry a weapon and then there's the beast girl who carries the samurai sword. Uh, she has like two different stances. So I'm, I'm going to be using those two characters uh, for the most part. But I got into the systems of the game and started learning that. And I really like what it took me a second to really 
understand what was going on. Uh, it has it, the beta had a really robust training uh, training mode. It is it the most robust one I've ever seen. No, but it 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 shows you enough of the game that you can pick up easily. There is a there's kind of like a rock paper scissors thing that I had to wrap my mind around uh, just a little bit. Um, like you can sidestep and you can um, uh, kind of like forward kind of it's kind of like a forward dodge. So there are these uh, special moves that you can do. It's not really a special move, but they kind of take role play elements. And I've never played Grand the Grand Blue mobile game, so I have a feeling that these are elements in the the mobile game that that, that they have uh, 2D fighting gamified. You have every character. You start a ra- every round with a hero point, and the hero point lets you do this particular. And there's a move, the name for it, I can't remember. Basically, it's like a uh, like a special normal. So there is like this vis- this visual cue. You execute the move. You hit somebody with it. It puts them in a kind of like a bound state, where they're bouncing off the ground. And you can follow it up with a secondary, I think they call it bravery, brave move or something like that. And you can follow it, follow up with a second one again. And if you land that one, it gives you a frame advantage where you can start a uh, either a four, three or four hit combo or you can uh, land another normal and then go into a skill. A skill thing, you have to think of skills as like, you know, shorikens and hadoukens and Street Fighter—they're—they're they're basically the the special moves that you can do, and just kind of learning how combo the combo structure of the game is. You, the game does not, and that's—I guess—that's the one part where, uh, at least in the options that were available in the beta, that it didn't do all that good a job of showing you how what the combo structure uh was i had to go on onto youtube and and learn that way but i really liked once i once i wrapped my mind around what was going on i really liked this game and i it'd be fair to say i've kind of fallen in love with this game it's definitely going to be one i'm i will be playing on the regular the snack box is a fantastic leverless controller. Um, the micro I am team micro switch all day, every day now. Um, <laughs> it, it is just the it is almost instantaneous um, when you when you use though because there's much less travel time between the either the Sanwa or the Denshi. Uh, dingy button uh leveler leverless controllers that i have the hitbox and the victrix um and there's nothing wrong with them it's all about it's all about feel and to me the micro switch buttons feel infinitely better than the sand the standard sanwa uh dingy buttons on the on on the ones that i just mentioned so it's almost kind of like rediscovering fighting games again. 
uh, well, with cool. using using this uh, using this snack box. It's it's super dope. So uh, can't wait for Grand Blue to drop. The I think there was another beta for Under Night and Birth Two. Uh, I caught a video from Justin Wong where he was talking about it. I think he was, but I think he was playing on either. I think he was playing on PC. So I don't know if it launched on PC or if I just missed the, the beta on PlayStation. And um, that game is fun, but it, it's like there's there's nothing but killers on there. It's like I I kind of want to get into it because even though I bought it. I I bought the first Undernight. I really didn't play it that much, and it has a fairly complex. It's not a uh, blaze blue complex, but it it, it it's kind of up there when it comes to meter management and what you need to do and what and how that whole thing works. So I'm I'm kind of hemming and hawing on whether or not I'm going to get that game. I probably will if just because I really think the the character designs are really good, um, and just kind of mess and kind of mess with that game. Um, not not more because I bought it and didn't hard and hardly played. I don't think I booted it up. No, I did boot it up once, but you know I'm actually play it. Um, but there's nothing but. Uh, legacy killers of on on that one right now so that one is going to be a hard a hard road to hoe uh when it comes to online play but um i i really can't recommend the snack box any higher it, it is the it, it it's been it's it's a really killer leverless controller but um that's really all i have been playing so we are, with that said, we're going to move on to the next topic on our docket, and that is the Vessel Line. All right, Diz, you got the mic, my friend. All righty. So, hello, everybody, and thank you, uh, to, thank you for joining us for the Vessel Line. If you're not sure what the Vessel Line is... Basically, what we do is we ask a question on our main event, and the three of us have a nice, really good, robust conversation about said topic. And then we open it up to uh, our listeners, and then the listeners can, you know, post their thoughts on on the topic in our Discord or on uh, X, 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 <laughs> or, or or some other way they want to get in touch with us. And then we we talk about those those answers or those those thoughts on the vessel line also the vessel line is the place where we can check in to see what's going on on our discord our discord is a fantastic place for people to come in and give their thoughts on video games um and if you're if you're wondering how you can be a part of that just stay till the end and my good friend kevin will let you know so for this uh, vessel line uh we asked the question what games are on your radar for black friday what price is the sweet spot for the games on your list just to give you a little update you know i'm looking personally for things that are like 14.99 that are specific and i don't have a really good list you know you can go back into the other episodes to see what the other two folks have said joe and kev uh but we have one response from our good friend goonie who says this is funny division two warlords of new york 
$10. This is Joe's fault. I don't blame Joe at all. I blame you, Goonie. You're the one that signed up and went through and went, went through basic training, you know, to become, you know, a division officer. Uh, don't blame Joe for, for you wanting to keep DC safe. That's that's on you, buddy. <laughs> that's oh, on New you. York. He wants to go to New York. So. Oh, well, yes, yeah, I forgot. No, no, no. Right now he was keeping DC safe. Now he wants to go on another mission. So so you could have tapped out a long time ago, my friend. <laughs> Sign up for a yeah. second tour of duty. Exactly, he, exactly. He, he, he has actually purchased said Warlord to New York. So he's already done it. since. He oh, was, there you go. So, yeah, he's already he, he's already out there saluting, tucked on the helicopter <laughs> and everything. Yeah, he bought the Ultimate Edition with Division Whoa! 2, Warlords in New York, and all sorts of other stuff. So He got all the goodies. Well, yep. good for you. Good for you, Goonie. I'm glad to hear that that we have other that we have other division agents out there keeping us safe. So, uh, other other than that, he says, uh, any good Nintendo first party deals? Great deals right now on on some first party games. I'll tell you some of the, my gets uh, in a minute. Uh, still don't own Mario Kart 8 and the Pikmin series, Super Mario Odyssey, Super Mario Wonder. I like to grab them at around thirty dollars. Eh, good luck with that, my friend. You might. <laughs> But I know I'd be lucky to see any of them below 45. Exactly. I don't think any of those are going to be under. under yeah, you probably you might be able to get them for like 50, maybe 55. But no, 50 is probably going to be what it is unless you're getting um third party games. I mean, some of the games that I bought, which were uh, which were really good, was I got the um, Best Buy is having a really good deal uh, right now on their Black Friday video games. And so uh, thanks to Joe, ah! I, I am going to blame Joe for that. And, and Jack probably um, uh, that I went out and I bought um, Super Mario. Sorry. I bought uh, Mario, Mario and Rabbids, the uh, hope, like a cosmic hope edition, which was like on sale for like 14 99. So it was a fantastic deal. So, um, so I was very excited, uh, to have purchased that. I got another game, which was the, uh, Lego 2K drive. I got that for, Je- uh, for Paul, because Paul loves, uh, Lego games. And we, if you watch Lego masters, um, they, they built a car on that show that's in the, that's in the game. So as, as a, as someone who loves that, that. You know, he really was excited for that. Uh, also got a game called Elrand for Nintendo Switch. Got that for $19.99. It's a, it's a Metroidvania. Got pretty oh, good. Oh, you bought that physically? Oh, yeah. Definitely. I saw that on sale. I was like, mm. I was yeah. coming on about so. No, it, it got really good reviews. And I'm a fan of Metro. I'm a fan of Metroidvanias on uh, the Switch because I think Metroidvanias and games games of that ilk really work well on, on the Switch's uh switches controls and and i think it makes un, in uh, in handheld mode i think it uh the that makes it uh it's um i don't know it it makes it, it, having it that size just on the oled makes it really really pop so that's why i like it yeah but that mario and rabbit spark of hope cosmic edition was only 14.99 fantastic pickup i also picked up marvel's midnight suns enhanced edition so this is like the uber edition for 20 bucks i thought that was a pretty good price to pick that game up physical i also got moon scars which is another um another metroidvania got that for 20 bucks 
Uh, and I also got Tales of Symphonia remastered for $20. Um, I had that game for the GameCube, I want to say. Was it yeah, the that's what, yeah, it was originally a GameCube game. Yeah. yeah, I had that for the GameCube, and that was my first ever Tales game. And I played it for a little bit, but I think my that's one of the last side-scrolling um, Tales of Symphonia games. And my little brain couldn't really adapt to the tale series at that point so as as a as an older gamer i think that i can really 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 like it uh doing it now so uh, another game that i picked up was signalis for nintendo switched looks fantastic on the switch for 20 bucks i can't wait to get that and then i got a couple other games that were um uh that were not uh that were not um uh discounted that i just that were just pickups that I needed to get. Also, P- PlayStation, uh, the PlayStation is is holding a really fantastic Black Friday deal. Just picked up a couple of games on there, um, and that's where you're, that's where I really went and got a lot of my really good stuff. You know, from there, I downloaded uh, Zaki Zero: Last Beginning, which is a, a Spike Chunsoft game by the people who who did Danganronpa. So it's a it's it's a dungeon crawler, but you're stuck on an island with other people, and you're trying to find wire on this island and get off the island. But it's got that weird Danganronpa kind of anime stuff going on. So it's supposed to be really good. It got pretty good reviews, you know. But for fourteen ninety nine, I was like, sure. I got Warm Snow uh, for thirteen ninety nine. That is a uh, a top-down auto-battler, sort of like uh, Vampire Survivors, but if I remember correctly, it's sort of like Vampire Survivors, but it is... Um, uh, it's uh, set in, like, Chinese mythology. So I really haven't gotten too much into auto-battlers, but I was thinking, you know, hey, you know, let me try this. I might enjoy it. It's, it's a really good price. Let me do this. Uh, I finally bought the... Um, the outer world spacers choice edition for uh for 10 bucks so this is the up res um ps5 version of the outer worlds so uh for 10 bucks i think that is a fantastic bargain to pick that game up if you have never played the outer worlds you were really missing out and for them to offer a souped up version for uh 10 bucks is an absolute steal i think you should definitely get it it's worth it you know just uh just just do it just do it i also Mm. got some yeah i also got sakura wars deluxe edition uh for 11.99 uh fantastic kind of mech game with a little bit of um a little bit of, uh, I guess I would say, uh, visual novel type stuff. But I like mech games. And I was thinking about this game for a long time, but it never really got to this low of a price. So when I saw it for eleven ninety nine, I was like, okay, let's do this. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's pretty much my deals that I got. I really, again, I really, I really eat good on... Oh, sorry, I got one more. And that was Desperados 3. Uh, the digital Lux version for $9.99. It is a XCOM type of game done by the folks that did um, 
it, they just did it just came out i can't remember the name of it uh the the pirate game where you're the dead pirates unfortunately they just went out of business um i can't remember the name of the game but they did uh shadow uh shogun shadows but anyway it's a it's like an XCOM type game uh, uh you're thinking of shadow tactics right yeah shadow tactics so the same same company that shadow tactics did this one uh, before they went on to do the, the the new pirate game that came out, but because it didn't sell that well, they've actually had to close their doors. So I wanted to to pick up that game because I hear it's fantastic. So I went ahead and got it as well. So again, when it comes to digital games, um, especially digital like you know double A or or indie games, I eat good during Black Friday on these games uh, on on for those games. I just eat really really good. So. But again, this is just the first salvo. Next week is Thanksgiving. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, I'll have it out before Thanksgiving. So, so let us know what you're gonna get um, in the in the um, in the comments, you know, or or on our Discord. Let us know what you're getting, and we can um, discuss this more on our next episode. Joe, what are some of the uh, games that you've picked up already? You don't have to go through everything if you don't want to, because I know you probably have like just just oodles and oodles of games. But you know, just um, I haven't that bought that much in comparison to you, actually. So. What? I, well, I overtook you? Wow, I am very surprised. yeah. No, I've, I've been kind of. The king I, I is own. dead. Long live the king. That's right. There you go. Uh, the only stuff I picked up in the last maybe week, 10 days, is um, I picked up Arkanoid, um, the Eternal Battle uh, for Nintendo Switch, of all things, because it was on sale on the eShop for, like, I think, $4. I think it was $3.99, I think. So now I was debating about buying the physical for... Uh, playstation but i wasn't able to find it for any lower than 20 bucks and so i think a game like arknoid you know if you remember the old breakout game from back in the day um you know i'm not willing to throw 20 bucks i think uh it being that type of game would probably lend itself well to the switch too so and after using some platinum coins um wound up like you know paying less than a dollar for it so can't can't complain about that right um, but I've been mainly concentrating on uh, physical deals for the most part. I haven't delved and looked at anything digitally uh, on that. So, so from Best Buy, I picked up Moon Scars for the PlayStation 5, which I don't know if you guys realize it's like a humble bundle release, like uh, Metroidvania. Yeah, I picked it up for the for the Switch. Yeah, title. So I picked it up for PlayStation 5. I also bought the uh, fishing game, The Dredge on here i heard some good deal uh, good things about that game and it was like discount and this is normally a physically um both of these games sell for 29.99 but they were both on sale for 19.99 and i had some best buy bucks from using my best buy credit card that um basically i paid five dollars for both of those games so on that i also did buy mario and rabbit sparks of hope cosmic edition i was kind of holding hope to get the gold edition with the dlc but uh for 15 bucks at best buy um just pretty much had to you know i think it was a, it was a low enough price to kind of dip into that and check that out so hell yeah and that game's supposed to be really good too like it's supposed yeah. to be even better than the first one i know john uh bt was talking about it and he really enjoyed it so yeah and so those are that's pretty much been been my best buy um amazon i picked up a couple of things um i picked up a playstation vr2 game haha 
So, wow, that's good. Hopefully, it's inspire you to play it. Yeah, um, I picked up a game called The Last Worker, which is a narrative-driven game that's also can be played flat, but it is available for uh, support for PlayStation VR two on there. So, um, you know, I saw it available for fifteen bucks, and I had some Amazon points left over, so I went ahead and, and took care of that business on there. Picked that up, and then uh, GameStop's Black Friday stuff dropped last night, and I'm trying to correlate with their um, deals because uh, they have a thing where if you do in-store pickup, if the game's $15 or more, they they will give you $5 off the game if you pick it up in-store. So, And plus the fact that GameStop, uh, the shipping... Uh, free shipping is only up when it's uh, beyond like your orders beyond $80. So it's like ridiculous. So, so it just makes it that easy because of the fact that the uh, in-store pickup is the, the way to go. But uh, I wound up picking up neon white, uh, which is the game by Annapurna on that for PlayStation five. So it was uh, 24 99 uh, after the discount, and then I went ahead and then used some of my uh, GameStop points to lower the price on that a little bit more. And I picked up Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze for the Switch. So that game is on sale for uh, 30 bucks. With who? Uh, GameStop. So. No, no, no. With who? Diddy Kong. <laughs> yes, Diddy Kong, of course. Not that Funky Kong. We Fun- about? Sorry, Funky Kong. Sorry, Funky Kong. He, yeah, he saw Funky the Funky Kong. Kong and had to buy it. Yep, because it's funky. You know how much I like it funky, so. I I do. Yep. So yeah, that that was a uh, twenty nine ninety nine joint. Uh, they have a few uh, Switch games for thirty bucks. Uh, that um, they have the uh, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe for thirty bucks, I believe, and then um, there's like one other Nintendo title I think that's at that price point on there so and then of course uh i i send a link to a few people on the discord but uh, there's been a discount on fire emblem warriors uh three houses on there and that's been on sale for 15 bucks i already own the game otherwise i would definitely recommend diving into that because you don't have to necessarily have played that prior game to be able to dig, dig into that muso action so but uh, uh, one last game I did pick up, too. Um, uh, Amazon went ahead and put Dead Cells Return to Class- Castlevania on sale for $19.99. So I picked that up for PlayStation 5. I already picked it up on a clearance deal at Best Buy for its Switch. And you see how much I love my Switch. Uh, if, if I find a game that's on sale for PlayStation, I will pick it up and I'm going to kick that. Dead Cells return to Castlevania to the curb and trade it back into GameStop and get the money, honey. So, wow. Even after talking all that ish about GameStop this last episode, I'm still using them to my devices, I guess. So, you know, use them while they're available because they ain't going to be around much longer. <laughs> yeah, you got it. So. You ain't lying. So, uh, another game on my radar because I'm trading in some games at GameStop. Um, is I'm looking at possibly picking up Disgaea 7, which just came out like maybe a month ago. They have it on discount for uh, $44.99. But uh, basically, if I pick it up in store, it's going to be $40, which is a good deal, given the fact that the game just barely came out on there. So I'm probably angling the trade in my Dead Sales Return to Castlevania and maybe uh, trade in a couple other things I might have available to be able to go ahead and uh, take advantage of that. So... 
So um, for those of you out there who have been like waiting for uh, trade-in deals, um, starting next Sunday, GameStop's going to run a deal where if you um, trade in four or more games, I think you get an additional 40% you know, towards your trade on there. So I was debating about waiting until then, but this guy is a, a type of series that there's not hardly any copies printed. It's like your usual Tecmo Koe uh, in AS America business. So um, if I want it physically, guess what? I'll probably go, go snag, snatch it up at that price. So, But uh, that's been my Black Friday shenanigans so far. Um, I might delve into some things digitally, but uh, I got enough on my plate. So... Yeah, I haven't even I haven't even looked at Play Asia yet. And uh, Play Asia got some stuff on sale too. So yeah, and but, the thing about Play Asia is that the free shipping is down to fifty bucks versus yeah, so which is crazy. Like, and they have some games on sale for literally like a couple of dollars. They have uh, you know oh. Mon- Super Monkey Ball for PlayStation for like two dollar. Make you holla. Plays yep. in English, even though it's I think it's a Chinese yeah. version of the game. So. I was uh, very sad. I was like, "No, stop it, <laughs> stop it!" But you know, how, you know how we do. Uh, we do so, it. We love we love gaming love here. It. We love to buy games and you know maybe not play them, but <laughs> we love to buy for sure. <laughs> love to buy them. Uh, so, uh, Kev, have you purchased anything yet? Are you you hold you holding back? You're waiting. No, I've uh, I've been making some purchases. I. This has turned out, usually I, I use Black Friday deals as a time to get AAA games that I missed out on from from the earlier in the year. And, you know, maybe they might have been games that I didn't think I would really be feeling all that much, but was cur- I'm curious enough to think that they're worth a purchase. So I kind of use Black Friday for that. This year, it turns out since the deals really weren't that great on AAA stuff and most of the AAA stuff that I wanted, I already have the, a lot of the games that they put on sale, I already have. So this year, Black Friday turned into like a double A, maybe single A B minus venture. So I wound up picking up, um, what is this game here? I'm looking at right now. Uh, Wanted Dead. Oh, I got, oh, got that. that. Okay, I got Wanted Dead. Uh, I picked up that. Um, what else did I get? Do you remember how much you paid for Wanted Dead? Because I've been thinking about that game, and it was kind of DOA when it first came out. But is it? How much did you pay for it? Was it a good price? I'm assuming it's like forty bucks or so. Uh, you know what? I'd have to go into my. I don't even remember right. where I got it from, to be no perfectly problem. honest. One of them is on clearance at uh, GameStop Des. If you want to go to them, mind you. So. Okay. Cool. Let me, uh, I make, think it's fifty oh, bucks. So. That was a Target get. I got that with their uh, buy three get two. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was the Target get from a couple weeks ago. Okay. That was. Uh, I got. Um, uh, but you know that game where that one game where you it's like a spoof on uh, um, you know where you're defending Super Earth and fighting the giant bugs. I, oh, I uh, Hell Divers. Hell Divers. Yeah, yeah Hell Divers Two Reservation. I got um, and 
wanted dead was part of that was part of uh part of that deal the other game i got was um trepang 2 that uh fear inspired first person shooter oh wow you went to go pick up that from the uh, gamestop in, in south side of fresno no no I, I i didn't do that i wound up getting it uh, where did i get trepang 2 from uh, I think that was a, I think that was a, um, target. No, that was a target get. Yeah. Another that target was, get. Yeah. Okay. That was a target. So Trepang, Trepang and, um, the, uh, the bug killer game, I keep forgetting that, uh, were my two that I bought. And then I got, uh, wound up getting wanted dead, uh, for free. So that was, that was the deal I got at target. So then I got another little wild hair and went to um, went to Amazon, got the um, that Muso that Joe was talking about the uh, oh uh, samurai no, no, no the it was fire the uh, fire emblems warriors oh, yeah he sent he sent me that text too yeah <laughs> so I wound up getting fire emblem warriors and yeah. And wound up picking up also the uh, RoboCop, uh, the RoboCop game. I was trying to find RoboCop for a little bit less than what Amazon had it for. I went to eBay and found it for 20 bucks. The problem was that the front was written in Chinese. It wasn't Japanese, but it was RoboCop and... The, the I don't think that these games have region locks on them, but the sellers were not guaranteeing that they would work on U.S. PlayStations, mm, at least the sellers that I was looking at. So I said, you know what? Um, I'll go ahead. <laughs> I'll go ahead and, and pick it up from Amazon. So I got that wound up during while scrolling through there, found the Terminator uh, Resistance game. Uh, the I picked up the enhanced edition, which comes with the steel book. They had that for forty bucks on Amazon, so I, I I grabbed that. I might I might kick this one aside for speculate for speculation and double dip into that one just and get the standard version because I think the standard version was pretty cheap on Amazon too uh comparatively speaking so i might i might just keep this one under wraps and it might be uh might be an ebay thing that i do with that one at some point i don't know i haven't made my decision yet but um let's see what else um oh while doing some cleaning i found some visa gift cards that I thought were long expired, like from birthdays and Christmases prior. Oh, that's and awesome. Yeah. So I called them up and they I found four. Four yeah, I found four of them. Each one had one had eighty and the other three had seventy five on them. Woo! Yeah. So <laughs> So That's I, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I thought for sure that they would be expired because these go, these things went back about four years, but they were still good. And I said, well, what am I going to do with this? So 
I went back to Amazon, started scrolling around, and I picked up I I had already had my had a Kitsune uh, on reserve. I was going to get the uh, the Razor Kitsune. That's the uh, Razor's uh, entry into Leverless controllers. And I was going to get the Kami one, but I was like, I canceled it and I went back and I got the just the regular standard edition because the regular the regular one is the same controller is $299 and the one with either Kami or Chun-Li is $340 or $339.99. And it's like, yeah, I'm cool with Kami and Chun-Li, but are they worth, you know, an extra 40 bucks? Not really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though I would have gotten those sooner, um, I went on ahead and got the standard edition Kitsune, which is supposed to arrive sometime next week. So I wound up doing that with one of the uh, gift cards, bringing the taking a nice little chunk out of that. And then I, while sitting sitting down, scrolling through, thinking about what I'm going to use the rest of this, <laughs> what was left over. I decided, you know what, uh, I'll go ahead and join the crowd. So I went to CVS, uh, exchanged my, um, was able to get some Steam credit, and I hopped on to Steam, and I bought myself a Steam Deck. Uh, oh, okay. So go. that's coming in. <laughs> that's coming in. Which uh, model did you get? I got the cheapest one, the three, the the what was that, the four hundred dollar one, or the three? Oh, uh, did you get did you get the LCD or did you get the OLED? I I got the OLED uh, because when I was looking at the price difference and the difference in in the in the difference in um, storage, because I think the the sixty four gig was three thirty nine, and the or and at the OLED was only fifty dollars more. Oh. If I did, if I didn't have the extra, the extra cash, I, I probably would have gone ahead and just got the 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 LED one. So I just said screw it, and I just got the cheapest OLED one that they had. Uh, I'm not going to be doing anything major with it, so I'm not. It's not like I'm going to be playing tri- new AAA games on it. I'm just going to exactly. be using it. I'm just going to be using it for my free my free hacks primarily and whatever games that I already have on Steam. So, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> this has been pretty I, good. I didn't mention my section, but uh, I was going to talk about in news, but I did reserve an, a, a Steam Deck OLED. So both me and Goonie were kind of going cray-cray about it. Yeah, so. I, I can't wait to get my, my, Steam, my Steam Deck from Joe. So it'll be fantastic. Yeah. Only what? Uh, what did we agree on? I forgot. Uh, two fifty. <laughs> was is that right, Jeff? Two fifty. Well, I said three hundred, but you know, hey, you're a friend, so I, I guess since this, this is being recorded. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh gosh. This is being recorded. Yes, two fifty mm. is fine. So. Look mm. at this. It's like, uh, uh. <laughs> 
Nah, nah, nah. It was three hundred. You, you were giving me the business because uh, our good friend Goonie, um, he bought his uh, uh, Steam Deck OLED, and then he said he's just going to give his to his friend. And you're like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge to me about all about oh, no. that business. <laughs> no, no. You're all Goonie, like, uh, Goonie can do know, whatever he what, wants. What a great friend you are, Goonie. Goonie can do whatever he wants. I think that's I think that's fan, fantastic that he's able to to give so freely, you know. And I think it's great. Some people can do that. Some people can. It's okay. Nothing wrong, you know. You know. But these are a perfect price. No, 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 no. You asked for three hundred, and I was looking at the price for it. And three hundred is actually actually a really decent price. Because so, I know you didn't play it that much, so. <laughs> Yes, it's it's lightly used. Yes, slightly used. Yes, slightly, lightly, slightly, whatever well, you want to say. So. The one thing, the one thing that I know that's really good is that because you bought it, it's most likely in in fantastic shape. Number one, and it's probably been, uh, uh, you put a ton of, um, like it's optimized for for gaming and everything so everything's already on there so i don't have actually to really... i haven't i haven't tweaked with it too much so oh really i thought you so. no, i thought you would have gone through and and put as much stuff in there as much as possible you no, know just i want to keep it kind of light and um oh. just put the games i was going to actively play on it i didn't want to like load it up per se so well i to be completely honest with you i'm going to be using my steam deck for for mostly um like probably card battlers and really low uh low stakes uh switch games that i that i see people be that i see people playing on um uh that i watch on um on uh, streamers and stuff like that because there's a bunch of there's a bunch of really good games that are coming out that are not um on uh the bigger systems so i'm just gonna be that's that's what i'm looking for and i'm really kind of excited for so so when i saw the option and you were gonna be upgrading i was like well let me go ahead you know and see if i can get get joe's and you know you know i I can go to uh trader joe's black friday deal you know and uh get it for 300 so so yeah i'm excited for it okay good deal i'll have to um I'm gonna clear my throat here for a minute. Sorry, guys. Um, no that, Always uh, gotta have water. With you. Of course, being being all dry up in this in this mm-hmm. house with this wind going all crazy outside. But uh, you know, um, I am going to utilize the OLED. We'll talk about more in news, but uh, you know, I want to be able to use it. Uh, I think the screen in of itself by itself just kind of just make makes it just. Uh, worthy of an upgrade you know, with the other features that they talked about as well uh, the screen really pops and so mm-hmm. i know that you're going to enjoy the lcd no matter what anyway on there you know yeah, my eyes can't tell the difference so <laughs> i'm really bad about it so yeah. i'm you know and i'm, I'm sure kev i don't, you know, you're going to play it mainly docked anyway right so yeah yeah this, this is going to be like like a switch to it's never going to leave the dock Got it. Did you decide on what hardly ever. ever purchased, or did you get the Valve Dock? I found I found a really nice one on Amazon, and it's because what I'm going to do is where I where I um I have a little glass top desk here in my in my man cave, which is in complete disarray right now. But I need to really get it straightened out. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have 
that dock, which has like multiple USB connectors, it's got connectors for um, uh, what do you call them? Sim, not SIM cards, but the yeah, I guess they would be SIM cards. The the, 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 the SD cards. cards. The, uh, yeah, SD cards. Yeah, the SD cards. The micro. It's SD got all kinds. Yeah. yeah, it's got all kinds of readers. It's got a uh, uh, an, an internet cable connection connector back there. It's got uh, HDMI. It's got all everything you can think of back there. And I'm just going to sit it, have the Steam Deck sitting in the corner right here on my little glass top desk. Maybe get like a a super cheap um, wireless mini keyboard and mouse, and have like probably either an Xbox or a uh, DualSense controller um, for for games on on there, and just yeah, you have could buy that. a eight bit Do adapter and basically use any controller on it anyway if you want to do it that way. So. Probably yeah, the best way to go. So, yeah, I might do that. Um, I might get a, again an adapter of some sort for that. Either that or just get get like an Xbox controller. I, I kind of I don't like the I don't like the digital pad on the Xbox controller. I don't. It, it, it it's it's nowhere near as good as the one on the dual either the Dual Shock or the Dual Sense. So what I might wind up doing is doing just that. I I've got uh I've got a couple of dual sense controllers here already that I'm not using. So I'm I might just do that. And uh, that'll be how I play games on the dual sense will be how I play games on the on the Steam Deck. I just might do that. Uh, the only issue I may have with that is that the freeware games that i'm interested are already preset for xbox controllers i don't know if they'll recognize uh, the dual sense or not so they will. that would be uh, my you might not have button concern. prompts though so that's yeah there, so. yeah the, the the i don't know how the button mapping is gonna be it would be but that would be my only concern but um but yeah that that's that's what i that's what my plan is for that well, awesome. So I think this is a really fantastic discussion. I cannot wait to hear what all of y'all out there have gotten. Um, I know it probably won't be nearly as crazy as what we do, but but I do I do hope that some of you do take take part in some of this. Um, I am saddened that um, I got all these games. Most of these games are well, all these games are either for the or the uh, PS, the PlayStation, or the Switch, and if I do if I do this Xbox thing, I won't be able to play them <laughs> for a month. So, womp womp womp. But anyway, um, we'll see how it goes. So again, if you want to uh, take the time to respond, let us know your games that you got on Black Friday, what you scored. We would love to hear from you. Uh, stay tuned because at the end of the show, Kevin will let you know how to do that. But you know what follows the vessel line or the main event it's the jabroni gaming news all right thank you diz yo welcome sir all right so first thing on the docket is the same thing we just got done talking about with the uh, steam oled being announced so 
Valve obviously has announced a new version of the Steam Deck, the uh, OLED version on there. So basically, there's two OLED models. There's a 512-gigabyte model for $549 and a 1-terabyte model for $649 on here. The uh, 1-terabyte OLED uh, was uh, also available in a limited edition uh and that was available for 679 that had like a different uh, shell it had a translucent shell on there so and that's the one that i was going all crazy trying to get on there um what happened when i was trying to queue it up i was uh working at the same time and in a meeting and a headquarters meeting at that at work and uh had like one monitor dedicated to work listening to my uh you know work meeting and trying to pay attention and the other monitor i was furiously trying to put the uh one terabyte limited edition in my cart on there so and after you know going through 20 minutes of bullshit on there um i got the message that the one terabyte oled uh limited edition sold out on there so i kind of relegated myself to get the 512 oled uh, get that, got that in cart along with a um, official valve dock, and uh, pretty much uh, just said, okay, I'll just deal with the normal, normal 512 and just live with it. So, got that checked out. Um, went back into the store just to kind of for shits and giggles, uh, put the one terabyte back into the cart. Hey, it worked, you know. Um, checked out, got got a chance to buy it and so it's like you know i had to put a ticket in with valve to cancel it uh, one thing that both me and goonie were having issues with this um carting out with the paypal and so i had to i literally took my headset off while i was listening to my work conference and ran like a fevered madman to my bedroom to grab my wallet so i could grab my visa gift card or a visa card so i could put in the you know cart out so so you know, get the, get a blow by blow as far as how Jabroni runs his business. Sometimes me buying all those PS5s and years past for everyone, uncle's mother on there. So, but um, and this new model has a 7.4 inch display. It's going to support HDR on there. There's improved Wi-Fi in the unit. This it supports 6E versus 5. There's a better battery in it as well, and uh, updated thermals will make the handheld run cooler. It's about 30 grams lighter as well. So, so looking forward to checking it out. I want to put more emphasis in playing on Steam more. I think uh, I think all three of us owning decks will kind of help in that aspect as well. I think. You know, and I'm willing to help you too. You know, get everything set up if need be uh, with uh, emulators and that kind of thing. Were you guys looking to maybe install uh, different things on your uh, Steam Deck on there? I maybe Windows am. or run well, some I emulators. I, I again, like I said, I definitely am. I want to. I'm going to utilize this as a as a pseudo secondary traveling PC type of thing. Then yeah, I want to. I want to load it with with games like I used to have on my, on my PSP. Um, I had a ton of, of really cool games on my PSP. And I was hoping that this, um, 
the old or this the steam deck could 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 kind of be like that so i could run steam if i needed to to run the new games and then i could run emulators for all those classic uh gba games or, or or classic ps2 games or something that that way i can just play it on on that on the go or yeah. i could just pop it into um uh uh pop it into the 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 desktop mode like kev was saying but at this point it's it's really kind of you know it just seems like it's going to be really kind of cool to do that so yeah one thing uh that you know during these interviews to after the steam deck oled was unveiled is that valve coder pierre lou griffaz uh, told the verge that a true successor to the steam deck won't be expected in the next couple of years on there and they stated that a true next-gen deck with a significant bump in horsepower won't be for a few years so so for at least on the Valve side of the fence with their um, you know Valve OS with the their Linux-based OS, is that they're not going to release a new system like say next year in the next six months or something like that. It's going to take a bit of time for the um, you know technology and everything to become you know within the price point that they want to release this uh, system at. So there's other uh, Windows-based uh handheld pcs out in the market like the rog ally of course and uh you know with the lenovo legion uh, that just came out like literally like two three weeks ago and other devices like that but i think um with especially steam deck is i think it's a little bit more refined than those units i know that with the rog ally it was like running so hot that it was rejecting the memory cards at first when it first came out which was kind of crazy yeah like it got so it got so heated in that slot in the way they designed the unit. Yeah, they had to work on some solutions in that aspect. So, and uh, one thing to keep in mind about the Steam Deck now is that Valve has said that they were been working on the OLED since the original LCD unit came out, but they are going to be releasing an unofficial uh, way for you to be able to dual boot both the Steam OS and Windows onto the same um steam deck device on there and there's unofficial like you know dual boot options out there right now just in case if you want to have both windows and steam os on this particular unit on there so because there's people out there that actually partition their um os in a way that they have like i think half of their uh, hard drive space dedicated to windows and windows applications and then they have the other portion dedicated towards steam os and steam games on there so and so they're running stuff like uh, xbox games pass uh epic game store titles uh running off of windows off their uh, steam deck on there so there's one thing that steam doesn't allow is certain games that use like um, third-party cheating uh programs to run on the steam deck you know so you're commonly like your destiny 2s and call of duties that run like anti-cheat um, software in the background you cannot play those games under steam os so but if you're running under windows everything is all good for that so there's people out there that want to run windows on their steam deck so they could play like a, a service game like destiny 2 or division 2 or something of that nature so awesome yeah so that's what you guys have any opinions or any more to add as far as what we discussed so far in the steam deck nah i i just i just can't wait to get mine delivered from uh from trader joe's rs (laughs) 
there you go. <laughs> Good deal. And we'll have to kind of, you know, kind of take compare notes once the uh, um, yours is delivered, Kev. Did you get a shipping date on yours yet? I haven't. Mine hasn't shipped yet, so. I haven't. I haven't checked, but I think I screwed up because I think I ordered the. I think I ordered the LCD instead of the OLED. I thinking I would that I was getting the OLED. Well, you could always put a ticket like I did and see if they're canceled if they haven't shipped it yet. So um, I could. Yeah. The only. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to pay the five forty? I, I, yeah, that's the only thing because I, I didn't, I wasn't paying attention to when I saw the, I just saw the three, was looking at the three prices, and I thought, well, that two fifty six sure is a great deal. Um, <laughs> I found out why because it's the LCD. I don't really think I need to because it's like I'm not going to be using it. I mean, I guess there is a there is a performance difference, you know. They're 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 advertising a twelve a up to twelve hour battery life, and it's up to eight. But but since it's docked, that doesn't really matter. Uh, so really, the only thing is that's up that would be a possible issue is that the OLED has a ninety hertz refresh rate, and the regular one is only is sixty. But I'm not going to be playing any high high def games, you know, high de- really demanding AAA stuff. I'm be- I'm the only the only games on my Steam account are from the PS3 era. Yeah, and you should so, be able to run things a little higher fidelity than 60 frames. They're just talking about the fidelity for the actual screen. So if you're running in dock mode, it just depends on the fidelity of the screen that you're running on versus the screen on the steam deck so Mm -hmm. like one of the main games i've been playing on my steam deck is um the legend of heroes uh, trails in the sky and that game is so old it's like originally it was released on the psp back in the day that uh, i usually even though i was playing on portably i was playing it at like uh, 120 frames on there on my steam deck Mm-hmm. on the lcd screen so it just depends on the game and how well it performs and whatnot so yeah you know, one one thing i was mentioning the des too is that there is a particular website with recommended settings for each game so like just in case if you don't want to get all into the nitty-gritty and and adjusting things yourself that there is an online reference for uh, the Steam Deck, as far as uh, being able to put it in a particular mode for a particular set of performance, like say if you want to play it in like 40 frames a second, uh, you, there's recommended settings online for you to be able to make the appropriate adjustments. Or if you're you know on the go and want to minimize battery or maximize battery life, uh, there's recommendations to the dial it down if need be to get more performance on that. So like say when me and Des go to Japan next year probably want to maximize that battery as much as possible when we make that flight so yep yeah so i i don't think i i i i don't think it would for what i'm going to be using it for i don't think it would be worth the paying an extra 200 plus i use those credits uh those steam and i don't know if they give me a uh that would be a whole other issue that I have to deal with since part of it was paid for uh, using uh, the Steam money. 
Oh, so um, they would refund a... you, and then you'd have to repurchase it using another card or whatever. That's kind of how I managed to do what I did. I pretty much charged two separate Steam decks on one credit card. So, mm-hmm. so they would yeah. probably refund that using your original payment method, and then uh, obviously uh, go ahead and uh, you know send out your OLED if that's the case. So. Yeah, so, but I don't. You know, I don't think for what I want to use it for, it really warrants the the the, incre- the paying out the additional money. So yeah. I'll stick with what I got. Well, I could do too, since I already have an OLED. I mean, uh, I already have a Steam Deck and a dock. I could kind of give you a little, a little like you know, when we see each other, uh, we're me, me and Kevin are going to meet up uh, and uh, square up our stick bets. So, ha ha. Yeah, stay tuned for that for pictures. <laughs> yep good stuff good stuff so well that's enough about our steam oled conversation but if you want to get be a part of the conversation what i'm going to go and do is i'm going to add a steam deck section to the uh, discord because you know i know that the number of our listeners uh, are interested in the steam deck i know guni uh, uses as his main like pc driver on there so definitely it's something to where um we want to kind of put resources out there for you guys and i'm you know i haven't really made like 100 percent use of my steam deck yet and i'm kind of looking forward to diving into it a little bit more on there i think especially if i start diving into steam a little bit more i might not be as focused to pick up physical games and just wanting to play games uh, on a as need basis so that might help me out too so here's hoping here's hoping all right next thing on the dock uh is the game awards so the keelys are among us as far as nominees and of course you could go and vote right now using either the official website or the uh game awards voting bot on discord on here so um there's a number of categories um you know i'm going to mainly focus on game of the year and then kind of discuss the overall um you know kind of kerfuffle at least around this uh, particular award show. So for the game of the year, there was a total of six nominations. So it was Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, uh, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, and Super Mario Brothers Wonder on there. So those six games got nominated. So Sounds like a solid list to me. <clears throat> so some people were kind of, you know, a little bit salty, you know. Uh, there's some certain people out there that thought maybe Final Fantasy 16 should have gotten a nomination of some sort. Uh, but there was also another narrative brought forth, uh, unfortunately, by a lot of uh, fans of Xbox. And, um, you know, they were kind of under the impression that Starfield, because of it being the quadruple a game that you know and the you know the shining light of xbox games pass and bethesda that it should have been nominated because of its importance you know whether the game is good or not (laughs) the reason why the reason why i chuckle about that is because i love how folks will come up and that's just for anything they will come up with with some of the most the craziest reasons why something should be celebrated or or honored or or whatever. Like I don't 
just because it's you slap the Bethesda name on it doesn't mean that it's the highest quality or it deserves anything from anybody, number one. So that's for that and people just being like, you know, just because it's Bethesda, it automatically qualifies. No, that that should never be in anyone's mind. Same thing for 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 uh, Spider-Man. Same thing for Nintendo. Same thing for any of these games. None of these games, you know, uh, should immediately be a contender given their quote unquote pedigree. Number one. So that's that's his number one right there. So y'all thinking you're owed something are just no just just take that sit down <laughs> no because you ain't old nothing so 100 percent uh number two um i i i played the game and for me personally and this is my opinion it, it was boring you know and i don't think Facts. that i don't think that it did anything to elevate or storytelling gameplay nothing you know it was a decent game and that's fine it did not need it it it, it doesn't deserve in my opinion game of the year it was a decent game made by a triple a publisher and and, a developer let it go it's okay it's okay this is a comment from ghr maverick on our discord who, who posts on our Discord and not on the GH Radio Discord. You he can post that, wherever he so. wants. He can post wherever he wants. <laughs> yes. Um, y'all, I'm about to give up on Starfield. I've put more hours into Bethesda games than most, hundreds in Skyrim and Fallout 4. Starfield has no soul. It's just bland missions in an unfinished world. I put about 70 hours into Starfield 2. So. See, and that's and that's coming from someone that's that's like, like he's he's in it to win it, you know, with with Bethesda or with with uh with Bethesda and all this other stuff. And it just I'm in it to win it as well, you know. I I love um Elder Scrolls, but it just it just wasn't hitting y'all. I'm sorry. It just it just didn't hit. It didn't hit like you wanted it to hit. And it w- it was a miss, bro. That's that's it. It w- it was just a miss. And that's and it's okay. See y'all like thinking that, you know, if 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 it misses or it's like a slap in the face or something, you know, it's not, you know. And I know people will say like, well, you would be saying that if a Spider-Man wasn't. I I would be saying the same thing if Spider-Man wasn't. I'd be saying the same thing if any of these other nominations were. I think one of the games that probably doesn't deserve to be on there, and I'm gonna be re- I'm probably going to get hate for this, is Mario, you know. Um, or or Zelda, those Nintendo. See, I don't know. See, I, see the the Nintendo games. I get I get all of my feelings about them because because they could look so much better, you know. But again, if you're talking about gameplay and fun and and stuff like that and innovation, then sure, they definitely belong on there because those games did that. If you can see all the stuff that people are doing in in Tears of the Kingdom, it's bananas. You know, and you're thinking about all the things that people are doing in in Mario. Yeah, but those games, like if you're looking on sheer just like the way it looks, then those games probably shouldn't be on there either. I know I'm probably talking on my ass right now, but that's just how that's just how I believe, you know. So I'll give you I'll give you wonder, but because at the end of the day, it's another 2D Mario game. They're great. Yeah. 
But and I, I haven't finished the game to be fair. So my impression is is that it really doesn't do all that much. I mean, we had what was it? Was it on the Wii that Super Mario Brothers U was multiplayer? Was it that one that that was? Yeah, or, that was yeah. One, Super Mario World. So well. yeah, so it's not really doing anything different. Legend of Zelda adds the uh, the Minecraft element to it. So even though it's not an original idea, people are able to take that and literally play the game the way they see fit when solving environmental puzzles and how to get from point A to point B. Which is amazing. Which is something that has never been done in a Zelda game. It is it is something that has been done in other games and has been the primary mechanic in other games, but has never been done in a Zelda game. So I can see why Zelda is there, for sure. But, but yeah, I, I Starfield was not, in my opinion, Starfield was not good. It was yeah. okay. Yeah. It was okay. Starfield I, got Everybody got beat with an ugly stick. All the NPCs looked lifeless and soulless, looked like they were all descendants from the children of the corn. <laughs> I just really, and I did not care. I did not care about the story primarily from my own character. He just, the responses were, and, and his dialogue was just so, it was like it was dialed in from a, from a cup connected to an, uh, a string space combat was slow and uninspiring not fun at all it it's just this was not if this was bethesda's best best effort they should have just instead of doing this they should have just done another a uh, skyrim mm. you know they really should have just made it done and said you know what this ain't working um Let's just let's just 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 do another Skyrim. Yeah, I mean, I think people would have been a lot, a lot more excited with that, mm. you know. But you know, it is what it is, and I think that they, I mean, this is kind of where we're at with this stuff right now. Yeah. Um, just to explain <sighs> what Xbox tax really means, basically, uh, there's this is so dumb. Yeah, sorry. Xbox tax is shorthand for the perceived discrimination by the Game Awards against any title associated with Xbox. It began uh, trending on social media after the 2023 Game Award nominees were announced. Evidence for it was drawn from the history of the Game of the Year categories throughout the Spike Video Game Awards, VGX, and the Game Awards. Since the Spike Video Game Awards began in 2003, only five years featured Microsoft Game Studio titles in the Game of the Year category. Um, after Halo's reached nomination in 2010, no other Xbox games were nominated for Game of the Year awards at either Spike or Keeley's shows. So the Xbox games that ran for uh, Spike's Game of the Year category were Halo 2, Gears of War, Halo 3, Gears of War 2, and Halo Reach. Um, but meanwhile, games from other publishers, Sony, Nintendo, and third-party publishers are flourishing on here. So, you know, Xbox has not had a nominee since 2010 on here. So, but that basically means, you know, that, uh, I think about the time Xbox decided to go all connect and go all crazy and, uh, 
go off off the off the chain as far as that is concerned. Um, they were looking at as far as mixed user reviews, Starfield Mass since launch on here. So there is 168 critic reviews of Starfield, 19 perfect scores, and that's about 11.3% out of the other games that were nominated. So, so and um, looking at the nominations, actually, Hi-Fi Rush was nominated for a lot of different categories on here. So I don't think anyone is snubbing anything. Hi-Fi Rush is Best Art Direction, Best Score in Music, Best Audio Design. Uh, they're also nominated for um, a couple other categories as well on their um, Best Action Game. I know Starfield got nominated for Best Role-Playing Game. So, uh, what's, uh, that sounds like a win to me. Sounds so. like a win to me, but then, you know, you look at online and they're basically stating that... Um, why isn't Forza Motorsport being nominated? Why is Diablo 4 being blackballed? Why is Modern Warfare 3 getting <laughs> criticized for low review scores? It's all a big conspiracy from the uh, gaming media. Yeah, I saw the Xbox text and I saw the Sony cred. They're talking about like, you know, Sony gets automatic credit uh, when credit is not due. And so it's just get, get out that. Uh, Reynolds aluminum foil and uh, go all crazy because yeah if you go on X and just type in Xbox tax and start reading some of the posts it's just uh, it's, it makes you want to shake your head a bit so I'm not surprised yeah and you know you think about it is okay like I'm just looking right now and just says long story short I mean um there's a particular Xbox fanboy um, by goes by the name Long Nose Gaz. He basically says that Xbox fans are quote unquote crying and damage controlling, saying Xbox tax, but they said that Microsoft just needs to do better. And so it's just I kind of Facts. agree. I've I've seen so many Facts. like you know people listing all these Metacritic scores of certain games and then Microsoft scores and so on and so forth. You know. You know, this one post right here, X, no Xbox tax. Think again. I told people from the start it would never have anything to do with Redfall's bugs or quality as a game. They just need an excuse. But how is it possible Modern Warfare 3 is rated lower? Xbox negative media, media bias is real as fuck. Denying it only makes you look stupid. So. <laughs> okay. Yep. Here's an idea. Make better games. Can can like I was already mentioned. Can can we do that? Can can you make better games, and maybe you will get said better games on the game of the year on the game of the year. And here's another thing: Why do you care if Starfield is your game of the year? It's your game of the year. You that's right. You spent money or paid your Game Pass fee to get access to it. You played it. You thought it was fantastic. If that's really all that matters. Yeah. Because again, I go I go back to what has been my favorite game of all time up but just until recently, God Hand. God Hand got thrashed by the reviews. Nobody liked it. Or hardly anybody liked it. And I thought it was the best thing since sliced bread. Fantastic so, game. So 
so was 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 I was I shitting bricks because you know oh there's a god hand text. What do you mean, you guys that don't don't want to nominate for Game of the Year the best game that man has ever created? Come on. I spent my hard-earned money. I bought the game. I enjoyed it, and it has held the crown, my own personal crown for best game I've ever played for a number of years. I still have it. Still in my collection. It will never leave my collection. So so what? I don't even remember who what was game of the year the year that uh, that game dropped. So who cares if you if you got if you got your money's worth or your subscription dollars worth out of Starfield? That's really all that matters. And all this other stuff is just people moaning and groaning because their plastic silicon filled box of choice did not did not it isn't be, isn't being received the way they feel it should be. Yeah. Yeah. That's 100%. And keep enjoying your games out there. If you enjoy the Xbox uh Microsoft first party studios games, there's no one out there saying that you can't enjoy Starfield for what it is. I mean, keep on keeping on. That's all. Yeah, work so. it out. Do, do if you like it, I love it for you. Yeah. yeah, me and Des are going to experience Xbox firsthand. We're gonna we're gonna dive in deep, so we'll see. Mm. Go with God. <laughs> we both, we both go said. with God. Go with God. <laughs> we were like, mm. Mm. <laughs> we're gonna have a month where I'm gonna be reading lots of comic books and doing other things. I might get a girlfriend finally. You never oh, know. <laughs> you never know. I might find love out there. You know, yeah. take my controller down. I went. <laughs> I I'm mean, gonna treat it like a fast, like we'll, a game fast we'll, over we'll here. Do it like a fast. Like you, better get, you better, you had better go in there and you had better play these damn games, sir. That's all I got to say. I know, I know. If I'm gonna go in, I better go in balls deep, and I will go in balls deep in Xbox. Thank you. So <laughs> I'll be hella mad if you don't do it. <laughs> balls deep. We gonna have deep. a talk, sir. <laughs> Well, next news story is about Digital Extreme. So uh, there is a particular game title that uh, me and Des have been keeping an eye on. In fact, uh, we both bought it and <laughs> I haven't really messed around with it all that much. So uh, Warframe Studios Digital Extremes confirmed a round of job cuts tied to the closure of its external projects division. So they do have one external project, the game Wayfinder, which was released in early access um, and this summer for PC and PlayStation consoles, and they have released said game back to the developer Airship Syndicate. So, so uh, they made a statement. We can confirm that we have made the difficult decision to cease operations of our external projects division. We had to say goodbye to a number of hardworking and highly valuable team members. As a result, and we're working with Airship Syndicate to transition full control of Wayfinder to them in the coming months on here so and so i don't know what where this stands as far as wayfinder is concerned i know that airship syndicate has commented uh stating that they are going to move forward and fully developing the game still which you know kudos to them if you're not familiar with airship syndicate they're the same uh, developer that done like darksiders games previously in the past joe mad noted comic artists uh, founded that studio and so they made a number of different games on there and so they are going to push forward with this uh 
MMO-like action RPG on here. So I'll have to see what happens with the game. But I know that uh, Digital Extremes right now is uh, developing a new MMORPG called Soulframe on here. So and that's what they've been working on. So uh, on top of Warframe, of course. So, so yeah. we'll have to see what happens with all that. So I'm hopeful yeah. that uh, Wayfinder finds its way, you know. I mean, that just, for me, that just says, hey, we're going to, we're going to go ahead and we're going to uh, try and get new publishers or a new backer for this deal. You know, that's that's what I heard about that. So until I hear something that says, oh, we're not going to do anymore, or oh, this is, this is the end, then I'm not really going to worry about it. You know, I think this happens. Um, I always say it happens a lot, but, but, you know, it happens. All right, and then other news. Um, this might cause me to, you know, raise my eyebrow a bit. Uh, there was a earnings call with Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav. He basically said that their their company is focusing on turning its biggest gaming franchises into live service games. So, so are you surprised their- by this? Earnings call, he discussed plans to transform franchises like Harry Potter, Game of Thrones, DC, Mortal Kombat. Our focus is on transforming our biggest franchises from largely console and PC-based through three or four-year release schedules to include more always-on gameplay through live services, multi-platform, and free-to-play extensions with the goal to have more players spending more time on more platforms ultimately we want to drive engagement and monetization of longer cycles and at higher levels we have specific capacities we're currently under scale and see significant opportunity to generate greater post-purchase revenue so so you gotta buy it and they still gonna nickel and dime you by giving you an incomplete game at the end of the day oh yeah that's that's what it is yeah y'all kick rocks well, speaking of which, um, the new Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, they finally had a reveal uh, after the game's been cooking a bit. And if you go out there on YouTube right now, you could watch a 20-minute uh, video talking about the story and gameplay for the title. It's billed as a genre-bending action-adventure shooter. So they're talking, they're, 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 it's not a character action game, it's a shooter, so... It it covers the game's main story, the squad's traversal mechanics, and offers a peek into the world of Metropolis. So, so this game is launching at sixty nine ninety nine dollar price for Xbox Five, and I mean PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X and S on there. And main game's going to feature quote unquote Rocksteady's world class narrative storytelling and open world mayhem. So. And their post-launch seasonal updates and earnable characters to expand the story with new missions, items, and more available at no additional cost. So um, there are going to be free seasonal pass tiers when they become available. Mm. There's going to be, of course, lots of outfits, uh, classic outlets, one for each uh, outfits, one for each squad member. And rogue outfits, one for each squad member that's available once you get the standard. But if you get like the deluxe, you get all sorts of Justice League outfits, black mask theme, notorious weapons, so you get special weapons, uh, squad gold theme, weapon dolls on here, uh, premium pass tokens, 
uh, four no-shade outfit color swatches. So you see where they're kind of going with this. So I happened to take a peek at the uh, story sequences and the video a little bit. And I'm, I'm curious about the game. But after, like, you know, Warner Brothers did the whole $10, like, you know, um, Halloween fatality skin <laughs> that we talked about in the prior previous episode. I don't, Ooh. I don't know about all this business. So, uh, Des, are you going to be... Checking out for that. Suicide Squad killed the Justice League when it comes out. Um, if it's on a sale, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's on the sale. Okay. Yeah. the The whole thing about this being gas game, I am totally not surprised by it. Number one, number two, it really makes me sad. Um, not mad. It makes me sad because people have no. Uh, sorry, these companies have no wherewithal to actually producing a, a a solid quality uh experience anymore it's all about these nickel and dimes uh because they want you they, they would rather you know add little things here and there to these certain you know things uh and make you pay like twenty dollars here twenty dollars there because they want to they don't want to develop anything new um because the development cycle is is long um, and, you know, it costs money to make this stuff, you know. And while I get all that, um, forcing it on everybody is just not a it's just not a good look, which is it's just it's this weird. It's this weird, like, dichotomy that we're that we're caught in as gamers right now, because we have we have studios that make these really good triple A you know, experiences, you know, and then we have these people, you know, who, who, for whatever reason, don't have, it's like, they don't have faith in, in, in doing something good because they have to meet their bottom lines. So I don't know. It's just, it's just a weird thing that we're in, you know, because part of me is like, if a game is good and it's like truly a good game, I feel it's okay to to throw them a little bit more money for extra content in a game that is already good that I like. Okay. But if you're just gonna, if that's your, your main focus and you skimp out on gameplay and you skimp out on this and you skimp out on that and the whole business model becomes, you know, you know, this drip feeding people, that's when I draw the line. It's just like, I can't, I can't do that. You know, you know, put, it should be games for full game experiences first, you know, and then, um, and then see if the product is worthy of, of extra stuff. You know, that's, that's what I mean. It's like, it's it's almost like getting a car, you know, you, you buy a car and the car is complete. You buy a car, you like the way it drives, you like it. And then if you want to spruce up that car with rims or whatever, you can do that for an extra cost. I think some of my, I feel sort of like games should be like that, you know, whereas you're getting a full product that's just, you know, mwah, you know, chef's kiss. Great. You know, five stars, you know, it takes the roads. You love it. It's great. And then if you want extra stuff that they offer, 
you can decide if you want to dip in and get in like that. I think that's that's the model that it should be. It shouldn't be that, oh, um, we're going to give you an engine, a steering wheel, a seat, and a seatbelt. In about a month, you'll get the gas tank. In about another month, we'll give you your tires. You know, that, 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 doesn't, that, that doesn't seem – that seems crazy to me. And it seems like when Warner Brothers, a huge company, you know, is thinking that that's the way they have to do it. It's not like they don't have money to develop games. If you think that they're broke, get out of here. You're, no. It's just they don't have any faith or, or, or they want to turn over a profit more. I don't know. It's just – I'll get off my I'll get off my my rant right now, but it's just when I hear stuff like this, it just uh, it, it, it has my head spinning. I'm like I sp- spinning with it, and I'm like stop it, stop it. So that's where I am about when I hear stuff like this. I'm not surprised, but I'm saddened. You know, that's that's how I am right now. You know, that's how I am right now with that. So I don't know if y'all why have it this day. Why not just make it free to play and be done with it? Because you're really, because I think free to play models, you know, unless you have a lot of capital, because that's why a lot of these these um, Chinese games, like the like like uh, the HoYoVerse and all that stuff like that, they have tons of money, like because they're all backed by like Tencent and stuff like that, so they have tons of money just to just to be able to live on like you know the the small incremental. Um, uh, the small incremental uh, monies they get from these services because so many people are playing it. You know, I don't think Warner Brothers has that that kind of like that kind of like crazy Tencent money. You know, not but, even with IPs like the Justice League. No, no, comic books are actually kind of dying right now. So, so I, they just don't. I think most. I think the reason why they're thinking about doing this with comic book stuff is because uh, comic book movies are dying, and and it's just comic books right now are not a strong. Uh, they're not a strong source of income right now, especially if you see what's going on with Marvel right now. So that's another reason yeah. why I'm not surprised that Warner Brothers is doing that because they don't have any faith. Faith they don't have any faith with DC properties. That's why they're doing that because uh, Warner Brothers in and itself, uh, the DC line is is in a is in a state of uh, reconfiguring with James Gunn coming in and everything. So they're all of their IPs are really up in the up in the air right now. And then you have the Flash movie coming out and that just tanked horribly. So so there's no I think Warner Brothers again, Warner Brothers did that because they don't have faith in the Justice League um brand right now. They don't have faith in it. So they're just going to be like, okay, we're going to try to get as much money as we can from this. If it works, great. If it doesn't work, let's go. Mm-hmm. Um but the sad thing is one but Harry Potter though that is a stronger IP. So the fact that they're thinking about doing gas with Harry Potter, that's sad because Harry Potter is a is is a franchise and a series that can actually like that people will buy that game. People will 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 people will do that, you know. So but yeah, I, I, I'm not surprised, you know. When you hear if you hear like you know, Insomniac or something like that saying that. Then, then we really got problems. We really got problems. Mm. Oh, I know Warner Brothers earlier this week they uh, denied that its upcoming Wonder Woman game is going to be live service. So, I guess I forgot this game got announced during the Game Awards back in 2021. It got announced with a teaser trailer. 
but no, nothing's really been revealed. So there was a job listing that popped up for Monolith Productions saying that the game could have live service elements. And they came back to make a quote to IGN that says, Wonder Woman is going to be a single-player action-adventure game set in a dynamic open world on here. And the third-person experience will allow players to become Diana of Thamash. God, I can't even say that. Uh, mm. What's what's the island that Diana's from? How do you Themyscira. There you go. Themyscira. A uh, original <laughs> story set in the DC universe, ball featuring the Nemesis system. So this game's going to be a single-player driven game with the Nemesis system from the uh, um, Middle Earth games on here. So hopefully they take it from the first one, not the second. We'll have to see. It's from the same developer, so they'll probably take it from both. But you know, we'll have to see about that. So we'll see all this shakes out. So we'll kind of take it from there. And then there's two other news stories I'm gonna bring up. That way we can con- conclude the Jabroni Gaming news for this episode. Uh, the known big ball of shot caller Capcom game that was rumored towards the uh, end of the year, end of this fiscal year. Probably is going to be Dragon's Dogma 2 and not any sort of new Monster Hunter title. So Lies! Smoke and mirrors! Capcom will host the Dragon's Dogma 2 showcase on November 28th on here. And there is a uh, scheduled, like, rumored release date for their Dragon's Dogma 2 prior to the end of their fiscal year on there. Lies! So it's be, be something that they're going to bring to the table on here. So look forward to Dragon's Dogma in the next few months. Dragon's Dogma 2. So you say it's all lies, Des? Lies. There's smoke and mirrors. Smoke and mirrors. Yeah, Dragon's Dogma Dogma 2's release date is going to be March 22nd, 2024. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still, I I still don't believe it. I really believe that we're going to get it. We're gonna get keep hope alive. Keep keep hope keep alive. alive for 2023. <laughs> Stay with me. Keep hope alive. Free tip and yaki. Free for Joe. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we'll get it in Japan that way. You know, with the yen dollar exchange, it'll be cheaper for you, and I'll get authentic tip and yaki. I hate you so much. You <laughs> <laughs> <He's> sob. <laughs> <laughs> the exchange rate will help you, and I will get better quality food better in quality. Japan. Uh, <laughs> I give you like a piece of fish, <laughs> cold kind of fish. fish, old fish. Okay, cold fish. <laughs> anyway, well, I'm I'm pretty excited for Dragon Do- Dragon's Dogma too, so we'll have to oh, check yeah. that out. That's a day that. one get. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And another game got kind of announced, too, uh, and this became because I guess there was a, a PlayStation Store listing that kind of revealed the game. Not like it hasn't been rumored for here on out for like the last months and previous, but The Last of Us Part 2 Remastered is coming out for PlayStation 5 on January 19th, 2024. On you don't say. And, yes, that's great. <laughs> So, yeah, this engrossing campaign will return with uh, technological improvements, new modes, and new behind-the-scenes features on here. So, um, basically, they're including some um, more meat to this game. There is going to be a roguelike 
um, mode called No Return. It's a survival mode designed to let players prove their mettle with randomized encounters and experience Last of Us Part 2's combat in a fresh experience. So in this mode, you're going to be able to play characters, some first-time playable in the Last of Us franchise. And it has its own traits to suit different play styles. Players will chart their own course on each run, choosing various stealth and combat encounters that will pit you against a range of enemies on here. So they have kind of included this as an extra. Uh, there is also a uh, section where uh, there's a separate mode called Guitar Free Play Mode, I guess, because you play the guitar in the storyline in the game and you're able to play guitar with a number of different characters and playing different songs with different backgrounds so on there there's also going to be some director's commentary across the campaign's cutscenes from director neil Druckmann and some other uh, narrative lead uh hallie gross and some actors of the title and so there it's like if you want ever want to watch a direct you know director's commentary on a particular game that will have that so it will also feature enhanced graphics including native 4k output and fidelity mode uh 1440p upscale to 4k in performance mode and unlock frame rate for tvs that support brr on here so and uh i think the the biggest like the Whipped cream and the cherry on top on this bad boy is that um, for owners of the PlayStation 4 version of The Last of Us Part 2, you are able to upgrade for $10 to the new version. So you do not have to pay out out the out of your wallet and buy this game outright on here. You could just upgrade for 10 bucks and leave it at that. So, so fantastic. Yep. So probably going to upgrade myself, even though they do have a... Uh, a special edition with the steel book and some trading cards. There's like 47 trading cards, uh, like a patch and some pins, you know, Desmond loves pins. So you never know, you know, maybe you'll leave me alone. Do. So <laughs> Captain Yaki, buddy. You are at it. So any thoughts on last of us part two remastered Kevin, are you going to buy this day one? Or are you going to kind of, um, I, I would I would say that the the steelbook might be worth getting for for spec speculative periods, but something tells me they're going to mass produce as many of those as they need to. Actually, they did not. Um, you know, the, the first Last of Us Part One, mm-hmm. they only made that available through the PlayStation Direct, and it was super hard to get. I was never able to get it. So, and really? they never reprinted it either. So. Hmm. And that might be worth getting. But yeah, I would just upgrade my PS4 copy and and play that. And if I was able to get this, I'd just hold on to it. And yeah, not see open where it. the market see where the market goes with it. Yeah. I mean I I'm interested but at the same time since I didn't grab the first remastered part one and I'm not gonna go and go in the second hand market and try to go all cray cray with it, you know, because I need to play the series first. I haven't really, I've dabbled in Last of Us Part 1 on the PS3, but never played the remastered PS4, nor nor the PS5 remastered that came out. So I'm going to look this as a good opportunity for me to be able to dive back into Last of Us Part 1, play that, and then check this out and upgrade for 10 bucks and leave it at that. So, yeah, that's my thing. So. 
10 bucks is easy. It's, it's just an easy, easy upgrade. I'll play the first game, see how I like it, and kind of take it from there. So Smart. Yep. Try to be smart, at least some of the time. So <laughs> That's all you can be. Yeah, I'm going to be smart and say that is the Jabroni Gaming News for this episode. So we're going to end this baby right now. I know we've gone a little long here on the news front. so It's been a minute, so it's fine. You know, it's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, game nights take place every Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Pacific. And Thursday evenings are the day of the week that we set aside to interact with our uh, Discord community and just kind of hang out and shoot the crap and uh, just play whatever we feel like playing. You don't even need, necessarily need to be playing a game. If you would just like to hang out with us and uh, anyone else in the Gaming Vessels community, just kind of hang out and chill. Usually I'm doing some type of chore or something before I'm able to even hop on and uh, hop on into, into a game. So it's just a hangout time. So feel free to join us on Thursdays, 9 p.m., Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. So you might be asking, well, how do I get into the Discord in order to be part of that? That's super easy, too. All you do is hop on to the app formerly known as Twitter, currently known as X, 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 X. And hit, up, hit us up at Gaming Vessels, G-A-M-I-N-G-V-E-S-S-E-L-S. Click the Discord link in the bio and you're in. So there's no Patreon tier list to pay for. There's no waiting period. None of that nonsense that you get with other folks. Um, we're just looking for good people to be a part of our community that like talking about video games and are, just as we are, tired of the nonsense that's going on on much larger social media platforms with everything, including video game discussion. So if you are tired of having your opinion being uh, insulted because someone doesn't like it and questioning your uh, <laughs> questioning whether your parents were married <laughs> when you were conceived. If you're tired of that nonsense, uh, I would encourage you to join our Discord community because we have none of that BS, th- BS there, varying opinions on everything under the sun regarding gaming, and yet we are able to have civil and insightful discussions. No so tax here. I, no tax. No, ta- no. Yeah, there are no, no taxes. Tax here. No, no Xbox tax, no PlayStation tax, no Nintendo tax, no PC tax. It's tax-free Gaming Vessels Discord. So we definitely want to invite you in on what we got going on here. Special shout-out to Goonie for uh, his input regarding the Black Friday Gets. Uh, our dis- our community members make our uh, vessel lines uh, episodes where vessel line is uh, part of it even more I- insightful and enjoyable because we get to uh, riff off what our community thinks about a given subject. So special shout out to you, sir, for taking part in making this episode just all that more special. So that is going to bring episode 228 to a close. We want to thank you for rocking out with us. So for Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the High Res Lover. That's me. A.k.a. the Cat Daddy, a.k.a. that Gamer Step Daddy, and for Trader Joe, a.k.a. Jabroni Chief. Xbox forever, baby. 
<laughs> but you might also know him as the food maximum gaming who can maximize your gaming dollar. I am Shonuff71, aka Digadulamite. Purple bling bling, y'all. We'll be back next time, episode 229 for your ears. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Peace.